Yes. Um, my question is, if if you can explain what mm-hmm. soul ties are and like what they do. Yeah. Okay. So that's the question. What is a soul tie and what do they do? Hey, this is oh, a... and also how to like separate from them if you if you <laughs> have them. Okay. Okay. Wow, that's a loaded question. Um let me see you guys. Can you wave your hands at me? Is everybody clear? Okay. Before I take off with this um, question, hey, are you excited? Uh, we are trying something different today in the sense um, we are being interactive through Zoom. So that is amazing. I can see you all. So let me say hello to everybody um, as well. Thank you for joining me. I see some new people. Um, thank you for joining. Um, so the question, what is a soul tie? And what does it do and how to overcome it? Hey, this is a loaded question. Now I have to uh, start giving you some crazy details. Okay. All right. Um, Before I start answering this question, has anybody... um, heard about what is a soul tie how many of you know what is a soul tie okay one two three let let me so all of you know most of you know what is a soul tie okay it's very impressive it is very good that we know it but what i've understood in our walk with god is we know many things okay uh, but we don't um, practice them. Uh, biblically speaking, we know a lot of things from the Bible, but we struggle hard to apply to apply them in our personal lives. Okay, so because this question has three layers, what is a soul tie? How does it affect us and how do we stay clean out of it? So I'm going to go stage by stage and answer it. This is fun. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm really excited that I'm getting to answer this question. So let me start off by defining at least for two minutes, what is the soul? Okay, um, I I can already feel today is going to be powerful. So, what is a soul? So, I think the greatest or the closest answer to what a soul is can be um, said in this one sentence. It is your will, your emotions. And the actions that follow, it's your mind, it's your will, your actions, and your emotions. When I say actions, behaviors, okay? It's your will, 
your actions behaviors and your emotions one more time i'm just going to say it it's your will your behavioral actions and your emotions that are accompanied by it good you got to be interactive we are making this an interactive session so that is what the bible refers to as your soul now when jesus the son of god came you know he shed his blood and his blood has redeemed us but you need to ask what actually got redeemed you know have you noticed people always say save souls save souls we got to get souls for the kingdom we we start talking about things very generically but we need to always question what does all these things actually mean so if people are saying get more souls for jesus souls into the kingdom so what about their spirit some people are smiling uh, what about their spirit and what about their body so it's only soul we are going to grab it out of a person and take it home uh, is it just the soul <laughs> is it just your will action and emotions that getting that we are working on to getting saved in some aspects to the most part it becomes very true the reason is you can be born again and your spirit man is redeemed by the shedding of the blood of jesus and you through the baptism when you go and take baptism you know the the moment when you believe in the lord jesus you're born again you with me i i'm setting a foundation so that we don't just lose track of what we're talking about because if i don't give you these details we can confuse matters very easily we can think this is that and that is this there has to be a clear distinction about what i'm trying to address i'm not trying to address your spirit i'm trying to address about your soul because the question is about what is a soul tie what does it do how do you get rid of it i want to focus on that but to focus on that i have to tell you the difference between the spirit soul and body not to elaborate a quick answer so the soul is the seat of your will your behaviors your actions and your emotions okay the spirit man is the real you which is born again the moment you believed in the lord jesus but your soul was not born again ai this is powerful do you get it because if your soul would have been redeemed like your spirit your spirit was born again you know people say i'm a born again believer yes so what has been born again in your life your spirit man when your spirit man believed in the lord jesus accepted his redemption the plan of god your name was added in the book of life you were born again your spirit was born again you became part of the kingdom 
because your spirit became part of the kingdom of heaven through the sacrificial offering of the life of Jesus. So your spirit is born again, but not your soul. That is why we have all the problems we continue to have as Christians. This is where you all clap your hands and say hallelujah. <laughs> it's kind of a anti-hero quote, you know. Oh, be believe me, if if our soul was redeemed in one shot, it would have been so much easier. Then no more negativity in our life. No, we are no more jealous. We are no more hateful. We are no more unforgiving. Everything would have been clean slate in one moment. Let me look at all of you. You're like, I want to make sure you're still with me. You know, that means the moment you became a believer, the moment you became a Christian, no more bad thoughts. You're so holy. You know, you know, you are such a holy person. There is nothing you need to work on in your life. You know, you are like, the moment you gave your heart and your life to Jesus, you have no more mind attacks. There is never a dull day again in your life. You're always on cloud nine. There's no cloud nine, but you know, they say I was saying, right? Then there's always, there's no depression. There's no discouragement. You're always on the top tier. But sadly, that's not the case. The reason is it was your spirit that got born again, not your soul. So you are a spirit. You have a will, action and emotions, which is the seat of everything called the soul. And you live in a body. So that is why now the apostles had to write books and say, be spiritually minded. Keep your things and your eyes above and not beneath. All that they had to write. And they had to write, be led by the spirit, not by your flesh. All this came only into the picture because it is our spirit that is saved. I mean, it is our spirit that's born again, but our soul is still getting saved until the last day on earth. That is why our soul can deceive us through the emotions and through our feelings. A soul has great power to get closer to God through the Holy Spirit and by our spirit, but also has great capacity to deceive us, to uproot us, to derail us through our own emotional baggages. That is why the soul has to be continuously monitored. It has to be cleansed. It has to be saved. It has to be put under the subjection of your spirit man. Now, when your spirit and your soul is in sync, your body will reap the benefits of the spirit that is renewed and your soul that is being healthy. And now your body will also react in the right manner. Are you still with me or I have lost you guys? Okay. When somebody goes into anxiety, fear, doubt, panics. It's basically because they're not taking charge from their born again spirit. They're taking charge of their life by their emotional side of their being, which is the soul, the seat. What you feel now is taking over 
and you know no more dialing into the spirit you're commanding your body to operate through your soul and you're already in panic mode and now your body begins to feel the rattlings what your soul is feeling this is how it works i've still not gotten to your question josai i'm just setting up certain foundations um let me keep a watch on my time um i'll, I'll keep checking my time so having said about the spirit the soul and the body now what you need to understand is the soul becomes one of the most important thing to live on earth come on now can somebody wave your hands i i like a talking crowd since it is zoom you know the thing is i think there is few seconds of delay so if you're all not reacting i am always thinking what happened did they even hear me in few more services i'll stop saying this i'm still getting used you know i'm training my soul not to ask for that not to ask for confirmations i can do that but i'm also doing this so that you can stay connected that i know i'm checking on you multiple things the soul becomes such an important piece in the anatomy of a human being spirit soul and body have i set some kind of foundation now are you all able to understand what i'm talking about it's not for those who know i'm i'm just making sure for those who didn't know that you are clear in what i'm trying to explain okay it is it is written in first thessalonians i believe um if somebody can bring up that scripture it says you know it talks about your body soul and spirit the bible mentions it it mentions in the order of the spirit soul and body so biblically the order of life of a christian believer should be being led by the spirit and the soul should be in sync with the spirit and the soul should rule should communicate things to your body so spirit soul and body spirit soul and body this is the order in which we need to live our life any time the order becomes soul <laughs> spirit and body it doesn't even work this is already very chaotic your soul is telling your spirit and then your body is disconnected becomes chaotic confusions you know and sometimes it's the body telling the soul and then the soul telling the spirit that's another way this topic is is one of the greatest teachings for a believer to live victorious on earth in fact the the moment josiah asked this question i i almost feel like we need to restart this series and preach again like another 15 sermons because that is how deep this is it is so much needed so spirit soul and body three different things the soul is the most important piece for your daily interaction with the world i'll come to it in a minute because everything your body wants or perceives it needs is happening between your soul and your body your body says i am hungry 
and your soul says, I acknowledge you're very hungry uh, and we need to eat right now. And then your soul suggests, let's go get a cheeseburger. And your body says, I like that. Your soul says, no, no, I'm just going to drink a soup today. And your body says, no, no, I don't want that. I want a steak. It's, it's a relationship. That's how it works. Most of the times we don't consult the spirit. And, you know, maybe at that point, somebody who's not doing well in their body, they're not healthy enough. If you consult the spirit, the spirit might consult the Holy Spirit and say, don't eat steak. You got to lose weight. <laughs> you're not getting my joke. You guys are very serious. Because if you really consulted your spirit, maybe the spirit will say, no French fries today. Your soul will be like in a tantrum mode. No, I want it. And the body is like, yes, let's do it. Finally, the battle is won by the two out of three oat. Because now the soul and the body are together are saying, French fries, French fries. And the spirit is like, okay, go do whatever you want. I'm just trying to give you examples, make it funny a little. So the thing is, everything you do on earth requires the support of your soul. That is why the gospel preachers of the old said souls are being saved. Your soul is not saved in a moment. It is a saving exercise that happens till the, you know, uh, till the end of your exit from earth. This is why the Bible says, you know, maintain your salvation with fear and trembling. So how are you maintaining your salvation? Your salvation is also connected in many ways about how your soul makes you feel. Whereas you should not be taking your soul's inputs about your salvation. I'm just trying to see where people are quoting scriptures here. Yes, thank you. Yes, so, so, so far so good. Okay. So when, when you are, because we are on earth, now somebody comes and interacts with you. How does your interaction begin? Somebody comes and says, somebody steps into your space and they say, hey, good morning. And that person, when he said good morning, your soul begins to assess how that good morning was said. You're with me? Please, you're with me? If the person came and said good morning in a very grumpy, hated way, a very sad, you know, annoyed way, you know, their face is looking in one direction, their face is saying they hate you, and their good morning comes with like kind of a annoyed feeling. Now your soul picks up that. Okay? Now your soul tells your body, now you're wishing him back in a similar way. My good morning will also be in a terrible way back to this person. Because now we are leaving. You know, this is why some people say, oh, that man of God, he's a saint. You know, basically saying you can irritate him how much ever you want. But now his response is going to be from the spirit saying, oh yeah, you know, like they're going to be very nice back to you. They're not going to be triggered by what all you say. <laughs> you know, 
hey are you are you enjoying this or or no is this is this boring you guys you know you see how the reactions i'm just showing you examples that's why your soul your soul is such an important piece on your life on earth you cannot say i don't want my soul it is your soul that keeps you alive on earth when did this soul come into existence when god blew his breath into the nostrils of adam when the spirit of god touched clay man became a living soul meaning the soul is the connection point between the spirit of man okay and his body the soul is the connector is this helping somebody um have you seen um a weighing scale come on talk to me have you seen a weighing scale old school weighing scale you know you know it's a weighing scale and there is a needle in the in the middle there's a needle you know you know and whatever you put on one side and what do you put on the other side if it balances out you know now the weight is accurate okay so this weighing scale example is one of the best examples i can give about the functionality of a soul between the spirit and body okay i need to say this then we go further into the question imagine this is your spirit man and this is your flesh two sides of the weighing scale and in the middle is the needle right the weighing needle have you guys seen what i'm talking about yeah good so now i said this is the spirit this is the uh, flesh okay and the soul is in the middle so whatever your your flesh is heavy with takes dominance your soul lead nearly the the middle needle leans right whatever is heavy so if you're very tempted and you're given into totally what your flesh wants the temptations take over now your soul is saying yes boss yes boss and the soul tips over and takes over the flesh's desire and that's when it's like your flesh and soul is fully oriented towards the desires of the flesh uh you're with me <laughs> there you are okay so same way if your spirit man is being empowered by the word of god by the holy spirit's communion now your spirit becomes heavy weight then your soul begins to lean towards the spirit and your body comes under the subjection of your spirit who's leaning to the holy spirit that is how a spirit filled life becomes exciting wow this is powerful right can somebody celebrate this revelation so if you can understand the anatomy am i saying it right yes the anatomy of your body soul and spirit it's it's so powerful how you want to be led by the spirit how prophecy works how the prophetic works how seeing dreams visions work everything is rooted in this one foundational teaching of knowing spirit soul and body the difference between these three and how these three function together to make you a powerful being or the most broken person on earth ouch it is this because everybody has this nobody on this zoom window can tell me oh i don't have a soul and then that will be scary 
Oh, I'm not a spirit man. You are born again. You have a spirit. It's just that you're shut down in the ways of your spirit. Oh, I don't have a body. Then you should be a ghost. I should not be and be seeing you here. So it doesn't work like that. It is the basis of how you live. Now that I have set these three parameters clearly, now I can talk about what is a soul tie. Make sense? At least some ground uh, foundation has been laid. So what is a soul tie? In simple words, you know, what is tying? You tie from, um, uh, yeah, you tie a knot from one thread to another thread. You know, you tie a knot. Okay, look at my two fingers. It's a tie. One thread to another thread, you tie it. Okay, and now wherever the pull is, if the pull is heavier on the left side, this tie will follow that. And what is pulling on the right side? It will follow that side. If you go to the left, I go to the left. You go to the right, I go to the right. So you can't do anything independent. It's connected. You want a scripture. I see your faces. You're like, where is this in the Bible? Has this ever happened? It happens all the time. Most of the time when I come across people, not everybody's soul is free. When you have a bad day, <laughs> okay, let me not go there. Uh, let's go to the scripture. First Samuel chapter 18. I think verse 1. Just to show you that this is biblical. But this soul tie is a good, it is in a good way. The Bible is talking about it. Thank you for posting the scriptures. Now, when he had finished speaking to Saul, Saul, the soul of Jonathan was knit to the soul of David. And Jonathan loved him as his own soul. My goodness, that's very deep. The soul of Jonathan was knit to the soul of David. And Jonathan loved him as his own soul. I just threw the scripture there just to give you an example. Okay. Was everybody able to see it? Go to 1 Samuel 20 verse 17. Are you guys enjoying this teaching? Thank you. This is the first teaching in the new. Hey, I, I'm looking at uh, <laughs> the chat window. There is a, a weighing scale here. That's too good. Thank you for posting it. <laughs> That's good. Thank you. Thank you, Jesse. <laughs> it's it's fun. It's fun to see descriptions. Only thing in this is like, I in this description, I'm wondering which is the soul and which is the spirit. Sorry, which is the flesh and which is the spirit? <laughs> I wish our spirit is the big one and our flesh is the smaller. You know what I mean? You guys are so serious. 
all the holy ones who have no problems you know like i'm the saint i don't know anything that you're talking about okay first samuel chapter 20 verse 17 okay thank you for posting it now jonathan again watch this caused david to vow because he loved him for he loved him as he loved his own soul as positively as we have read this scripture there's a lot of emotional ties here but in this case david was a man after god's own heart so i think there was an equilibrium now jonathan again caused david to wow caused david to wow meaning david didn't wanted to make a wow but jonathan caused him emotionally pushed him emotionally i can go i'm going to use few words emotional blackmail manipulation you know you know all that is kind of jonathan again caused david to wow caused meaning he pushed him over it was not by his own free will you with me please wave your hands so it was not natural it was obligated it was pushed over it was it was something that you pushed him to do because he loved him for he loved him as he loved his own soul so you see keep these two scriptures in your mind i'm not talking about their life their story that's not where we are going we're not going into the history i'm trying to show you examples okay so the soul of one person can cause the soul of other person to do something when the other person doesn't want to do it you with me because you read the soul of jonathan was knit to the soul of david i need to read it again soul of jonathan was knit soul tie knit to the soul of david and jonathan loved him as his own soul there's something very interesting here the bible does not say david loved jonathan as his own soul this is a mic drop revelation the bible says jonathan loved david as if his own soul not david but david's soul was also knit to him so now jonathan again caused david to wow so basically you see how now jonathan was so much in connection of his soul with david that he pushed david to do certain things for him okay in this relationship context it's a good relationship you know david was a man of god he knew what he was doing saul uh, jonathan was very genuine so jonathan's and david saul was knit together and jonathan whatever he asked david did it for him zoom out come out of this context now we'll go into our relevant context of today this is just me showing a scripture from the bible 
you know just because the bible doesn't talk about some things explicitly doesn't mean it is not there okay you with me the reason i showed these two scriptures is to start showing you how somebody caused another person to do something even if they didn't want it to okay what is a soul tie now a soul tie is a connection between emotions wills and behaviors of two people one of the things i've noticed where a soul tie becomes so evident you with me all of you is between relationships which has no boundaries you can usually find the soul of two individuals so in sync and that one number one example i can give you is between two to within a marriage the husband and wife their soul should be so synced because god said two shall become one flesh meaning now their soul is very connected it's as if like the husband will know what is the wife's choice the wife will know what is the husband's choice it is like naturally they know this is the color this is the choice it's like as if they know each other's emotions um mirrored and they know how this thing rolls that is how a godly marriage is supposed to look like when there is a dis- disturbance between um a cup a couple who's married their soul then that is questionable actually that is something which we need to work on to bring them on the same page the more and more they grow together they should almost look like each other it's another an, another day's topic i'm not going there okay that's a good example i'm giving you now in other places of a soul tie most of the time begins in people's life is through friendships it starts as simple as girlfriend boyfriend where now you don't have a boundary like you have with others now all of a sudden this boy and this girl have entered into close proximity where boundaries are blurred okay and what happens is now their emotions are always colliding and attaching themselves with each other to a point where whoever is more dominant whoever is more soulish whoever is more emotional whoever tries to control the most and the other one if they are more submissive then the soul tie begins to work very effectively usually hey you're with me i don't know if this topic is interesting to everybody i'm just making sure are you guys still interested in this is this helping anybody okay i see some of you wave um yeah thank you thank you so so basically what happens is now you know usually why to, you know the bible says two cannot walk together if they are not in what agreement i'm quoting scriptures it's in it's in your bible <laughs> don't ask me to give you the exact location of the scripture if somebody finds it please post it in the chat 
How can two walk together if they are not in agreement? So, agreement is a matter of the soul. Agreement is whatever you say, it is yes to me. Whatever you say, I am going to do it. That is agreement. Agreement. So, for two people to walk together, they need an agreement. And that agreement comes from the soul. Okay. Thank you. Amos chapter 3 verse 3. Can two walk together unless they are agreed? Wow. The Bible is so powerful. So, you see, there has to be agreement between two souls to do anything. Why relationships don't prosper is also because there is no agreement. So the soul has to have healthy boundaries, healthy agreements, healthy balances. The moment a soul loses, when I say soul, I'm talking about an individual losing their emotional balance. You know, have you heard people say, oh, this relationship is so toxic. I've heard those words. The moment I reached America, I was hearing all these words. You know, you say, this is so toxic. I'm like, what, they have some radioactive element that is coming with them or what is going on? You know, do they have like Krypton in their hands? No, no, no. Then I later on understood it is like emotionally draining. It's emotionally manipulative. It's emotionally threatening. It's too much emotional. It's too sticky. There is no freedom in this relationship. So what happens when somebody enters a soul tie? With me, people of God. The thing that begins to happen is the dominant one will always control the submissive one. And the submissive one becomes the puppet in the hands of the dominant one. Becomes now emotional manipulation starts. Usually when emotional manipulation starts, it usually starts with crying self-pity party you know it exits logic removes facts or in other cases everything is super spiritual now everything is crazy to the nth exponential level there is no proper balance balance is gone sense is gone common sense is removed now everything becomes super hyper everything so this is when you begin to notice there becomes a soul tie Okay, so and soul ties become more evident. You with me still? What is the time? People of God, how much time do we have? Wow, it's almost, we have another 30 minutes, right? You're all quiet. Whoever, you know, there's no obligation. As I said, I'm not here to manipulate you. No, no pressure. If anybody has something to attend, you're free to you know, exit any time. But for those who want to continue, you can continue with us. So, I have noticed the, the, the reasoning of soul tie. Because Josiah was asking this question, what is a soul tie? Most of the times I've come across a soul tie, most evidently is it starts, this thing begins to manifest and people are teenagers. <laughs> I'll tell you why. I think you, you will know why. But I want to give you clarity. Because all of a sudden, when people enter teenage, or when teenagers, they're all of a sudden, 
their body is experiencing certain new elements guys you are with me i'm giving you a deep dive and i will i'll keep it as much balance as needed so their their hormones are in a different level their body is reacting to things differently their mind is still adjusting their brain is still adjusting so that point what happens is now there's a lot of things happening spirit soul and body it's all like trying to analyze everything around it so what happens is affections and emotions attractions you know infatuations all this begins to get stirred up and the number one thing that we you know like begins to happen is usually there is new kind of longings new kind of acceptance needed new kinds of rejections new kind of things that you want to happen in your life and i've noticed that first time i prayed for a person for a demonic deliverance you know i prayed actually for a teenage girl okay you have to do something wave your hands do something i just know you're there she was in this emotional relationship with actually my own best friend's uh, brother this girl a teenage girl was basically she was the girlfriend of my close friend's brother okay making sense so they two were boy you know boyfriend girlfriend the problem is i never had access to talk to him so much because he was headstrong but the girl was more receptive to what we were saying we knew this relationship was going on crazy terms it was taking off in all directions so my friend who's the sister of this brother we both discussed and she said look you know i was also like what in my 20 19 or 18 i i i was i was in, i was 20 you know i'm trying to counsel people you know uh, so this girl she tells me dude we need to help my brother you know can you can you talk you know you know this relationship has to somehow end or else this is going crazy and i said he doesn't listen then she said why don't you go talk to the girl i said ah that's a good thing i will talk to her so basically i started to counsel her uh, because she used to respect me um she used to have good interactions with me so basically i understood that this this relationship was so messed up it literally had taken to a turn whatever the guy would feel at home she would feel that in her home believe me this is happening even today i'm giving you this example soul tie that is when god opened my eyes to this if he is having a bad day she is having a bad day if she is having a bad day he is for sure having a bad day now that soul tie was not just an emotional thing it had become a spiritually charged emotional tie because they had already you with me all of you i i'm just trying to assess how much i need to say because they had crossed all boundaries do you guys understand what i'm saying <laughs> they had crossed all boundaries so basically now it was as if like they were a couple and now whatever is going on in his mind is going on in her mind whatever is going on in her mind is going on in his mind so basically me and my friend we are trying to break this relationship <laughs> but it is too hard 
now it's like as if like there is some sort of deliverance needed and this is when we understood there was a requirement to break a soul tie this is the first time i came across this concept in my life i said i said how is this that whatever he thinks she thinks she and i'm like this is messed up and then i started realize now there is there is they're not born again both of them so there is demons involved are you with me please wave your hands now every demon you know there are demons that are part of her generational line or making agreement with the demons of his generational line it is a catastrophic disaster in line now whatever limitations you're with me whatever negativity that she goes through whatever her limitations are are becoming this boy's limitation now whatever this boy's limitations are are also becoming her limitations you might say it is just emotions hey it is now not emotions those emotions are charged by demonic spirits now because the soul and the spirit has a different kind of entity sitting in between spirit soul and body so where does the demon live i don't know if i'm kind of confusing you all am i going too deep i'm just trying to understand because now the a demon is influencing the soul so much and the demon is finding a crack a crevice in their life so basically this demon is taking charge of this individual's emotions now whatever it's become like a spirit demonic spirit transfer because of a soul tie now whatever triggers he has we are noticing the same triggers in this girl whatever trigger she has it's in in him now the soul tie is basically if one day one person goes down the other person has to go down so we are like praying in the house trying to do holy spirit fire glory and everything but now at the that point of time everybody is so free but the moment they go back home back to square one in their emotions so i told my friend i said i don't know this requires some deliverance what kind of deliverance what do we do where do we start from so that is when god introduced this concept of soul tie to me personally so i had to go and ask them to renounce every act that caused a soul bonding between each other any time a man and a woman come together okay what is going to happen is not just a physical flesh to flesh contact the soul of this person please don't miss me now this is very important you need to know this when uh, when one flesh comes together with another flesh it is not two bodies coming together the soul of this person is also coming in contact with the soul of another person and the soul to soul connection begins it begins to become a soul tie and the spirit part is pushed far behind and this is when you have to enter the phase of breaking those demonic associations believe me there are people who have walked away from relationships which are 15 years ago but still every now and then the memory is so fresh you need to ask why 
because there is a part of your soul that has been attached to that individual still now a part of your emotion senses your will your action your emotions is still attached to them you got to ask god forgiveness of that act which created a bonding effect which bonded two souls you have to ask god for forgiveness and for the blood of jesus to come between your soul and that soul which had this bonding moment and you got to tell lord by the blood of jesus let this soul tie break that the the part of my soul which got attached to that person let that soul come back to me and the part of their soul that has got attached to me let it go back to them i want my soul 100% restored to me and i want their soul to go back from me and be restored to them so that their influence which looks like emotional and spiritual limitations will not accompany me for the rest of my life and my limitations are not on them that is breaking of a soul tie now some of you might think oh i've never indulged in anything flesh to flesh activity how about you know why a flesh to flesh activity becomes so supercharged because it makes people one with their emotions i i don't know if I, am i helping any young people here you know this is good i need to talk about this and i am going to talk about all these things you know don't don't think we are only going to be talking about prophetic fire glory heaven you know like all that will not work if i don't talk about these things you know in our church we need to talk about everything you know i'm just fine waiting to find a building so that we can talk about everything you know you know we have to teach about these things we have to be fully free or else it's not going to help to survive this world trajectory okay so so basically people can say oh i've never indulged in any activity but you know what that kind of activity is pushing you to the level to have an emotional connection but what if you without doing an activity you are still so such an emotionally charged person that you can make immediate emotional connections then still the same bondage right believe me i have seen people where put on your seat belts the husband and wife at a home don't act like husband and wife but there be one child in the home will lack like the husband of the mother i've come across this situation multiple times and what happens is there is such a soul tie that's created now the husband in the home is no more acting as the husband the child is acting like the husband and the mother is acting like the wife you know what i mean their soul is so unhealthily balanced it has to be brought back to balance and what does it take it takes deliverance it takes repentance it takes the blood of jesus to break certain what is that it is basically um off balancing of right authority spirit soul and body how god wanted things to be see what is sin actually people of god you with me still is this uh, helping you all is too much you know you know i i'm praying i know 2024 the lord is going to bring many single people and many youths to our church so i need to get prepared to teach people okay so i i'm i'm ready so uh, and we have to help people so that they are not stuck in where they are we have to be able to deliver them i know 
you know i'm i'm prophesying and i'm telling you a lot of young people are going to come and you know i i the lord told me that i need to start teaching to the younger audience i'm not saying i'm not going to preach to the older but what i'm saying is we need to impact the next pipeline the next people who are going to bring revival the next ones who are going to push people forward you know it's very important okay so so coming back taking a step back so it is so important that what is sin sin is satan's input why is satan's input coming to go against the design of god to go against the principles of god so in in a, in a in a simplest form if a principle of god is spirit soul and body if the principle of god is this is how things should function in a family things should function between two individuals things should function emotionally spiritually physically between people and when satan brings an input and he throws things off balance he has achieved his purpose so basically hey come on now you're with me please can you wave your hands at me there is solution for everything i'm talking don't worry don't worry look look what happens is can i can i can i say something it's going to be very wild uh i know there are, there are, there are young ones here but um i don't know i'm assessing my audience yes you are all excited but i need to think as a you know as a pastor as a you know as a spiritual father as shepherd i need to think what all i'm saying to whom all i'm saying i have to assess you know like i have to bring it to the fine balance mm, let me choose my words right not every sin can lead you to have the same disaster <laughs> I'll, i'll i'll help you in a minute if you start religiously start saying this is that kind of sin this this kind of thing this this kind of sin and you and you start saying this if i do nothing will happen that if i do something great will happen you're already deceived i'll tell you why because sin i gave you a definition satan's input satan's input is basically to derail you from your destiny and your full potential in god what if you're thinking oh i should never you know fall into adultery that is the main focus you're thinking and then you 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 forget that and you do something small and think this is all okay but you know what how satan's de satan deceives you he says okay uh, the person this brother this sister is too focused not to do that but they are okay with the small things let them fall into it but ultimately his purpose is satan's input sin through that if he can break your trajectory in god if he can move you out of faith if he can cause unbelief to step in if he can start to bring you cold in god if he can kill your spirituality to something very small like he makes you an addict to video games <laughs> you're sitting and thinking i am so pure i'm so clean and then you're addicted to video games and you think it's not a sin but you know what at what point is this normal video game becoming an addiction now there is a point where you can't do anything else without taking that remote 5 hours in your day i know i'm not telling any i'm just giving a general example you know you have to do that or else your you know your hands start you know flinching fitching some some word you know it's like it's shaking now you know it's what is happening it is now becoming supercharged 
If you don't do that, there's no more control over yourself. That is becoming a door for Satan's input. Now, at that point of time, you know, maybe you're supposed to be a responsible worker. But now, you're not going to work because of a video game. I've come across people like this. When I was in Salt Lake City, I met a couple. Today, they're divorced. I met a couple. The guy would play video games all night. And they come, you know, they come from, um, you know, like he, he was, he was a drug addict previously. Got saved through Sean Bowles, a prophet Sean Bowles. He, you know, like not actually through prophet Sean Bowles. He got saved and he, he was Sean Bowles is one of his closest associate. And then the girl, you know, like they were all part of the great ministry and everything. Then, you know, like they moved out of California. They came to Salt Lake City, the Utah. You know, I met him and, you know, this guy is like, uh, you know, on fire for God. Everything is great. One day I was randomly talking to him, you know, like I told him, hey, uh, why do you look so tired? He said, oh, I could, I didn't sleep. Uh, I said, what happened? You have any, any, any trouble? He said, no, 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 no. I was playing this amazing video game, killing the zombies whole night. I said, what? I said, what kind of a zombie killing you're doing whole night and you look like a zombie this morning? <laughs> he's like, I'm, I'm, he's like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm just so driven. I'm so attached. Nothing else relaxes me except this video game. I said, look, I said, I don't like the way you're saying it. I told him this. I said, I don't like the way you're driven by this. He was just like a friend to me. You know, he was a great friend, you know, now I lost contact with him, but he's like, I'm like, dude, this just doesn't sound right. It's just sound, doesn't sound good. He's like, no, no, you should try that game. I said, uh, if this game is keeping you awake whole night, I don't want to try a game like that because I don't want to be sitting awake. I want to take care of my body, you know? Um, so that thing kept driving him to be very adventurous. You know? In fact, he had a soul tie. This is what I said. I'm going to sound very crazy. With that video game. His emotions were connected to that video game. If he doesn't do that, he feels he's detached. He has to get that adrenaline, adrenaline, you know, I'm trying to pronounce the word. Adrenaline rush through playing that thing. If he doesn't do that, he doesn't feel like he has done something. He's hooked on to it. Now tell me, in what sense? It's not he's doing something wrong. But it, it did mess up his life. I've come across another person. He would, he, would, he would abscond from his work to do certain things. Being driven. Soul tie. His soul is attached to these things. Hey guys, you're with me? Please wave your hands at me. So what point will your soul be restored to yourself clean sheet? So Josiah, your question has started off a big teaching here. What is a soul tie? So your soul can be tied to anything. Through physical encounters, through emotional encounters, through uncontrolled 
emotional boundaries you know it can take you to any extent where there's no boundary to anything your soul has the only way if you ask like is there a steady is there a steadfast rule there's no rule for it the greatest rule is can you bring your soul under the subjection of the holy spirit through your spirit and what brings your soul under the subjection of the holy spirit is your spirit man being fed with the word of god regularly the word of god is the hammer that breaks and goes you know the word of god is the sharpest thing dividing between your soul and your spirit it is the word of god that goes between your soul and your spirit your marrows and brings division and it says whatever is not of god has to be come back to normalcy balance that is why the most important way to keep your soul healthy and even to break any soul tie or to bring under subjection is to be an active participant or active listener and actively influenced by the word of god you can say i'm a born again christian i believe so you can say today if i die i'm going to heaven 100% you believed in the lord jesus you gave him your life you'll die you'll go up to heaven but for you to live victorious on this earth and not for your soul to rule you not for your soul to have soul ties with unnecessary things dragging you emotionally and your physical body along with it and your mind to be caged what is it you need to subject yourself under the teaching and preaching of the word of god because it is the holy spirit's voice which is coming over your soul to bring it back into the right balance so question was what is a soul tie how do i break it was that the right thing what you asked what is a soul tie how do we break it how do we get rid of it how do you break it you have to bring the blood of jesus into the soul of yours the soul first of all you need to identify listen most of the deliverances happen when you first identify something is wrong you know some people say all of us and this demon screamed out that is great but that has gone to a point where the person doesn't recognize anything anymore but when do you actual real deliverance happen is the moment you recognize what is tying your soul to something out of the ordinary what is it come on now can you wave your hands to me you know there is a craving and you can't stop it it is it has gone into another level you need to say oh wow now i'm not able to be my own master there's some kind of slavery introduced into my soul my emotions my feeling how do i overcome this that is when you know your soul is influenced by some other emotions that is a soul tied to something you need to break that soul tie the greatest power is coming through the blood of jesus to separate it and what is the way of deliverance you need to identify in the first place and you need to say lord i don't want this i want to be free so what were the three things what is a soul tie 
how do you can somebody type it i just want to make sure i'm uh josiah what was your full question what is a soul tie what does it do how do you get rid of it right yes okay yes okay so maybe i i i have explained what is a soul tie <laughs> what does it do how to get rid of it hey yes i have accomplished uh, my uh, answer so so when does a soul tie become unmanageable when does your soul tie becomes demonically empowered when you are no more able to put it under the subjection of the holy spirit something else is supercharging it my own can you all just pray 30 seconds right now marocco sia montorro bromoniante i'm 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 just praying that this revelation becomes a revelation not just like a self help speaker saying something no it has to become a revelation this information is power thank you lord jesus come on open your mouth and begin to pray in the spirit thank you some you know somebody just quoted a scripture val just quoted matthew 22:30 so that we love the lord our god with all our heart soul and mind yes that's the purpose that's the purpose because exactly i i thank god for the scripture because that's exactly what happens when your soul is so clean can really experience the goodness of god in multiple levels now your soul is so free you know your soul in your soul what you feed it i think i mentioned it in the last time you can yeah somebody says so the soul tie can create a bondage that's a question yes it can how that's so precise you asked me that thank you angie because the thing is what your soul can control or what your emotions can still be under control is still controllable at what point is this emotions uncontrollable some people it's even fit of anger you know some people can go crazy with certain small things if they get angry there's no more going back you know have you heard those people they say hey don't make him angry that's it if he blows his whistle that's it everything is going to go crazy what is that it is a soul out of control that did not happen overnight you know they did it once but they never checked themselves they did it twice so basically a baby can become a monster what you feed what you continuously field feed what you continuously feed can become mighty monster i love what you guys are doing this is amazing now i need to pray for a church building soon because this is really so interactive thank you manali she she says is it also called stronghold exactly soul ties or nothing but strongholds it's also a kind of a stronghold but a stronghold basically the definition is your thinking pattern the way you think the way you process a matter the way you analyze an issue the way it starts and the way it ends which is no more 
under the normal way it is it's always in that one particular manner that's a strong hold you only think like that it is like this if people always offended you example i'll come across your life and i don't mean any harm to you i just forgot to say hello to you and i said hello to somebody else and you'll be like look that guy calls himself a man of god he didn't say hello to me and you're offended with me what what is it it's a stronghold functioning in your mind through rejection maybe everybody else did it maybe this sister never meant that to you maybe she was having a bad day so she didn't look at your face and now you're like look she hates me it's a stronghold in your mind the way you process a matter sometimes we need to ask god why are we thinking the way we are thinking and for that stronghold is there a soul tie involved where the soul has become tied up with some unhealthy things you need to cut it so so basically a soul tie has to be broken every soul tie in your life has to be broken a soul tie will become a bondage when when your soul has lost control of itself in that area that emotions that feelings you know sometimes abusive relationships guys are you still with me it's almost 9:30 can i go further or we close it abusive relationships some people are abused and they are okay with it do you know that come on you guys are so serious right now i'm trying to help you guys where your own freedom is at stake and you don't want to rise up see there are a lot of learned people here there are some psychologists here you know they they run wonderful counselings here there is lloyd here who has been in the in the law enforcement right lloyd am i right in what i'm saying you know there are many different there are many people here who has done ministry too ask ask them you will come across certain people you know you cannot speak sense to them you will tell them hey you're not supposed to be like that don't accept this garbage don't accept this nonsense you are a human being rise up stand up for your own freedom don't give away your own self like this but their soul their body will say yes i need freedom their spirit deep down they know they need freedom but their soul will never agree to it is this not right come on can somebody wave wave your hands on me and that is when you need to come and help their soul to realize they have to break something a bondage has to be broken a thinking has to be this is why the bible says be renewed in your mind can i tell you something people of god the number one remedy for overcoming sin in your life is not just saying i rebuke satan i rebuke satan you need to renew your mind in that area come on this is mic drop you have to renew your mind your soul has to be renewed in that area you have to put your finger on something and say this is going to kill my marriage this is going to trouble my children this is not good for my finances this is not good for my health this is not good for my social being this is not the way i'm supposed to be i have so much more potential in god to achieve i don't want this to happen the day you wake up to a revival awakening realization like that in your life your soul is coming to an awakening by the holy spirit um convicting you this is where the conviction comes not condemnation conviction condemnation will put you back into the same uh cycle 
you will go back down and down when you hear the voice of condemnation you won't be set free you'll be bound in it if somebody is struggling with something some addiction condemnation will keep them in that addiction but conviction will bring them out come on now i'm trying to wrap up if you notice you know because i said 9:30 it's already late i understand tomorrow is a working day so you know what point of time will your soul say i don't need this extra tie i don't need this extra manipulation i don't need this connection i want to be free that is the time your soul is saying i want to be renewed in my mind that's why the bible says be renewed in your mind that is being renewed in your soul what renews you truth now you need to clap for the lord for that believe me what i'm giving you right now is truth you know i are you guys still good can i talk a little a little more look for the longest time when i reached chicago for a long time i did not do church ministry you know why because in my soul i kept telling not my spirit my spirit man kept saying something my soul kept saying to me you know what there's so many places so many ministries you know why you one more thing i you know that was kind of a wrong voice you know i shouldn't have heard that in the first place i shouldn't have convinced myself but today when i'm teaching things like this i know for the fact i know and i know and i know for the fact many of you are becoming so powerful hearing this this simple teaching you're able to put finger on things on your own life and say ah i know why this looks like an addiction i know why this looks like a craving i know why i'm i fall into self pity like this i know why i'm so easily discouraged i know why i'm i'm saying okay to abuse i know why i don't rise up you know and all this while we super spiritualized everything <laughs> but it is kind of super spiritual but when god comes to you with truth now it's no more like super spiritual unachievable your mind is being renewed and you're like wow i'm so valuable to god than all these things and god wants me to go free and all of a sudden like that you know it is like you saying i don't have to eat from this garbage bin anymore you rise up you clean up and you say god i thank you for your blood i thank you for your favor your faithfulness your grace and your mercy i'm coming out to a new day i can't sit and sulk i cannot allow my soul to rule me and i cannot allow somebody else's soulish connection with my life that soul tie to deplete me like this lord i bring the blood of jesus i rise up to a new place in the spirit people of god this is why our god there's nobody like him the lord jesus he gave us everything that we ever need in him to be victorious can somebody shout hallelujah to this you know the bible says and god has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places every spiritual blessing he has already blessed you to overcome all these things but what it takes is a requirement of a teaching coming to you so that you don't 
stay abused you don't stay manipulated you don't stay in the addiction you don't put your own soul in abusive mode you rise up and say no no more and any demonic activity involved the moment you realize you're already in 80% walking in truth 20% is just walking through and that is why look that is why i believe god has kept churches pastors teachers apostles prophets evangelists in place to bring god's manifest word to bring i know you have the whole bible but at any point of day how will god speak to you he has to speak to you through the word or he has to send somebody with the word this is how god functions so when that word comes the power has come when the word comes the revelation has come when the word comes the anointing has come oh thank you lord jesus and it is the anointing that breaks the yoke yoke meaning you know what's a yoke something is put on you and you're pressed into doing it but when anointing comes it breaks the yoke you no more pressed to do it you're a free man you're a free woman you can rise up and the anointing breaks the yoke now i want to pray for 2 minutes and we ask god for his anointing to come for his presence to come and to break every yoke look some of you struggle with rejection it's becoming a yoke how can one person's rejection cause you to live in rejection with the entire world that is wrong my goodness that was a word of knowledge to somebody somebody broke your heart so now somebody let you down so because this one individual failed you now you're going to live rest of your life in rejection how is that right for your own self now everything you view in the whole wide world is through the lens of rejection why that rejection has to be broken you have to step into god's acceptance so i want you to pray now you know people of god what makes you a believer what do you feed yourself to believe in yeah you know like all of us are saved here if today is the last day you'll be found in heaven but if today is not the last day and you have other so many decades to live how will you live victorious you need the word of god in your life you need god to raise you up through his spirit and this is why we need the grace open your mouth and begin to talk to the lord and you can i feel like a torch light is coming on your mind on your soul whatever is unhealthy whatever needs to be balanced whatever needs to be broken all of a sudden god is putting a spotlight guess what i'm going to be very vulnerable i'm going to tell you something that happened to me before this service an hour ago as i'm talking to this may the presence of god come invade you keep praying keep listening because you know i'm not a superman okay i'm just i'm also a child of god just human like all of you but what makes me better is somewhere somewhere i've understood my weaknesses see i've understood what can make me fall 
what can cause my soul to crumble and i'm i'm constantly learning to run away from it because god the holy spirit you know what's the title of the holy spirit oh i feel the presence of god somebody asked me what do you mean by you feel the presence of god i feel he's coming near how can you convert this presence into an anointing now when you allow the presence to take over you marante brio soconian i feel the presence of god in this room can you allow the presence of the holy spirit to take over you and let him begin to speak over you kerobosia come on speak in tongues for 30 seconds or 1 minute reconianta beresekelioto refoniante brasia rotoro today is a very important junction 2024 you're beginning with a good word marosekariata boriante rebe this evening i was i went with with pastor nimi to bring some groceries from costco keep listening the holy spirit is doing something right now and i all of a sudden i realized wow i enjoy going to this place costco like this and i'm like god why is this it this is as if like some celebration is happening to me every time i go to costco and all of a sudden today after so many years i allowed the holy spirit to speak into that area i understood when i was a kid when i was a young child you know when when i was a kid my parents you know i come i came i've come from india i know you know i was raised up very differently we had a lot of you know it is god who has raised me up my mom and my dad at that point of time they used to you know grocery shopping was once a month and it was a big effort to go and i noticed that time would be the most celebratory time for me to go with them for grocery shopping it felt like heavens opened <laughs> you know it was like it was like a party time for me because i'm walking through the aisles and looking at things it felt like celebration and it was it was basically a deficit in my soul and i wished it was normal but it had to come with a lot of sacrifices to them their own lack you know you getting it now i'm a grown up adult god has blessed me god has lifted me up but still when i come across those moments i feel i'm so relieved and elevated what is it my soul is trying to tell me ah this is so nice because you didn't have that when you were a kid but is it supposed to be like that should not my soul reach self sufficiency with christ you with me i'm being very vulnerable right now i don't even know why i'm saying this i'm exposing some part of me for you to understand you know you know for you for some of you it is something you desired never you know never came you know you never had your reach to make it happen you know and when you come across situations you become too out of your place come on people of god that means our soul is not at rest in that area today i told the lord in costco i said today i put this area of my soul to rest <laughs> i'm not going to be moved anymore people of god i don't know for whom i'm telling this small simple things hey rokonianta rebrobosia montoro let not your traumas of your childhood let not the breaking of your soul let not any soul tie cause you to live a substandard life 
This is the moment you open your mouth and pray fervently. We are going to be closing the stream soon, but I want to give you an opportunity to pray. Lord, let the torchlight of the Holy Spirit search us today. This is what David kept saying. Search me, O Lord, and see if there is anything in me. He was allowing the Holy Spirit to search his soul. Lord, any anything that is not right in my soul, help me to step out of it. Help me to come clean with it. Some of you need to take a moment and renounce any soul ties and bring the blood of Jesus where your emotions are tied to something and where your emotions are hijacked. You need to say, Lord, by the power of the blood of Jesus, I break this soul tie. And if there's an individual that is causing that emotional trauma, you got to let go of that person and say, Lord, I'm just helping you. I'm praying prophetically right now. Lord, let the soul of that person, which is attached to me unhealthily, let it go back to them. And let the soul of mine that is attached to them unhealthily, let it come back to me. By the blood of Jesus, let there be a clear, clean separation in the name of Jesus. That my soul will not be defeated because of their choices. And their soul will not be defeated because of my choices. Father, give my soul a clean slate of redemption today. Open your mouth and pray in the spirit. Lord, and if there's any demonic activity that entered my soul because of another soul tie in my life today, Lord, Holy Spirit, open my eyes to disconnect from every spirit, which is not of you, Holy Spirit, from my life. Let it leave me. Come on, open your mouth. Command every spirit of rejection to leave you. Command every spirit of unforgiveness to leave you. Every spirit of hatred, any spirit of jealousy, any spirit of, oh, marosikani and comparison. Ay, 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 ay. Any rejection, any orphan spirit that has touched your life because of how people treated you. Hurt people, hurt others. If a person was orphan in their spirit, made you feel like an orphan, it's time to renounce it. Our house, our ministry, we are a family. We believe in the house of God being a family. You belong, child of God. You're here because the Lord brought you here. Holy Spirit, we thank you for your grace that is coming. I just sense in my spirit, this work is going to continue. You're going to, you, you have to take your time with the Lord. Clean up. Tell anything that is not healthy in your soul to leave. Bring it to balance. Father, I pray that you'll give grace to your people. Tonight, let every yoke be broken. Let them begin to rise up to be free. In the mighty name of Jesus, let the wind of the Holy Spirit come right now. Marose koriata. Malanta Let the work begin. Holy Spirit, you are the comforter and you are the counselor. Let your counseling begin in 
the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, everybody shouted a mighty Amen. Look, I, I, I know God has began something. So God, we thank you. Let us be diligent people. People, let's be very diligent. Okay, let's not let this year pass by like last year. I'm going to say one thing to push faith into your system. What makes a new year a new year? It's the new word that is in your system. Otherwise, it's just going to be another calendar year. Don't let it happen. You be upgraded in your soul, be upgraded in your spirit, and your body will naturally be upgraded with it. Okay? Let this be such a confident year where you rise up to take your seat of authority in Christ. Okay? Lord, go with your people. Thank you for tonight. Thank you for tonight, Lord. We are so grateful. Lord, and anybody, I just want to, Lord, anybody who has lifted their hands and sowed tonight, building altars, whoever has done that and whoever is planning to do. Father, I command a blessing to rest upon their hands. A blessing to come into everybody who's sowing tonight, everybody who's putting a love offering, who's putting a gift, whatever they're doing, Lord, whatever they're doing, Father, let your grace cover it. Thank you. Bless their seeds, bless their offerings. Father, this Sunday, give us mighty grace as we come to celebrate your mighty goodness. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen.